0: Hello, hello, awesome people, and welcome to Authors Chat with Allison, where I will be interviewing inspiring authors and upcoming authors about their book, their brand, and their business. Today, I have with me on the line Jimmy Kennedy. Welcome, welcome.
1: Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on.
0: You are so welcome. Please introduce yourself to our listening audience.
1: Well, my name is Jim Kennedy. I am an author and speaker on the topic of leadership development, specifically uh, personal leadership and parental leadership. I am a former federal government employee, and now I just exclusively write and speak on the topic of leadership development, well, wow.
0: you know what? tell us a little bit about um, parental leadership.
1: Well, I really started focusing on parental leadership. I am a married father of three i have my my oldest child we uh, was born back in nineteen ninety nine and we had Uh, Some challenges. She was born prematurely. And just after that experience, I began to focus on my life as a parent. And one of the things that's very, very interesting is, and I said before I talk about leadership development, but I think parental leadership is paramount. And one of the things that uh, the reason I believe that is when you look in the Bible, you see in First Timothy chapter 3, it talks about the characteristics that God looks for in leaders. And, and most of it's pretty self-explanatory, fairly easy. It talks about a person who commands respect, a person who is hospitable, uh, self-controlled, things like that. But when you get into, I think it's about verse 4, it talks about that. The person needs to be in control of their own household, and a person who whose children obey them, obey him and respect him. And the next, very next verse, it says, "How can a person?" Uh, basically, what it says is, to paraphrase it, it, says, "How can a person who cannot control their own home?" Uh, be a leader of God's church. Now, I take that not to mean that it is we're talking about a physical church or even a congregation because we all have a purpose. We all have a ministry, whether it is in the church, whether it is outside the church, it's a job or whatever. You have a ministry. However, if you are not, if your family isn't right, if you're not doing right by your family, then uh, how can you be a leader outside of your own home?
0: Yes, yes. So you are a co-author in a book, and I would love for you to give us the title of the book and um, information about the book, maybe the summary of what the book is overall all about.
1: Okay. Uh, It's called Stepping into Leadership Greatness, Leadership Isn't Just a Title. I am a co-author of that book. Uh, there's a person who was the visionary, if you will, uh, Dr. Jennifer Jones Bryant. We've known each other for approximately 15 years, dating back to when I, she and I worked at the same agency for the federal government. We were both senior African American leaders, and as such, we naturally formed a bond, we were able to not just have professional respect for one another, but we developed a a personal bond as well. And so after uh, we we went our separate ways uh, professionally, we still kept in touch. And Jennifer called me and said, hey, I'm doing this project. Uh, I'd like for you to be a part of it. And I said, okay, no problem. Uh, because I trusted her. The thing that she told me that really intrigued me was she said, I want to do a book on leadership development, but I want to do it from a different perspective. I want to do it, instead of talking about theories
0: or rules or anything like that, I want to
1: talk about the personal experiences of the authors of the leaders. So that's fine. And she specifically said, I wanted you to be in the book because I knew that while you talked about leadership development, you really talk, you focus on parent leadership. And so what I did was my chapter, which is I guess you can call me the leadoff man for, uh, from a baseball term. I am my chapter first It's called parent leadership, um, um, developing leaders for tomorrow. And the reason why I chose that chapter was before we get into leadership in the workplace, before we get into leadership, um, you, know, at, uh, you know, in the community or whatever, like I said before, leadership really starts at home. And so that's uh, what we talk about. There are about uh, 15 different authors in this book, and we each approach leadership from our unique perspective. Yes,
0: so, what is your um, chapter title, and tell us some of the things you shared within your um, chapter?
1: Well, my chapter again is parent leadership, uh, developing leaders for tomorrow. And uh, what I really talk about, and I give uh, three lessons in there that uh, of leadership. And I talk about character. I talk about. Um, Uh, Let's see. I I talk about character. I talk about, uh, you know, basically seeking wisdom and following your assignment because we all have a unique reason for being on this earth. We all have a purpose. We all have something that we alone can do. And until we, you know, we're here because we need to fulfill that purpose. If we did not have a purpose, we would no longer be here. So I talk about um, how I, I really start the book off in the Bible, and I and I really talk about King David. And, and while King David is known mostly as a warrior, I make the case that I believe that he did his greatest job as a leader and left the biggest legacy as a leader, as a father. And this doesn't mean that he didn't make mistakes because, as we all know, he did. Not only, you know, the famous mistake of being an adulterer and a murderer for uh, to cover up the adultery, but also even mistakes with his children. But that being the case, uh, I talk about how David really loved God so much that he wanted to build him a temple where people could come and worship him, and God said no. And I, what I really, and I'll go on to explain that while David could have been, um, you know, mad or sulked or whatever, he did, instead of that, he did his best to ensure that his son Solomon, who God said would build the temple, uh, would be. He prepared his son to build the temple, and he also went out and tried to, you know, grab the materials for his his son that he would be able to use. The raw materials had maintained great relationships with the uh, kings of the surrounding nations and, and put him in the best position to succeed. And, and as a parent, that's really what you want do, to do—to do everything that you can to put your children in the best position to succeed. I say that my purpose in life is to prepare my children for whatever assignment God has for them, and that is a a focus not on myself.
0: I love, love that you talk about purpose. So do you believe that we all truly do have a purpose in life?
1: Absolutely. If you didn't have a purpose in life, you would not be on this earth. Uh, I do believe that each one of us has a unique assignment that we are on this earth to complete. And, you know, some of the assignments are May be easy, some may be hard, but each of us is uniquely gifted to complete our assignment. So, yes, I do believe that we all have a purpose on Earth.
0: So, for your chapter, who is the target audience that you're trying to reach?
1: My target audience is uh, it really consists of African American parents because you know, I am African American. And uh, people that I can share my experiences with, who may be going through something similar. But typically, I look uh, the the people who read my books. Because this is one book, I, I've written another book, but it is uh, the people that are my audience are typically between anywhere between 18 and if you're a parent, you can be a parent up until like 55 or what you know or you know, first-time parent, you're a parent really for the rest of your life, but really it's African-American parents who are looking to be servant leaders and to help their children succeed. So it's really African-American parents.
0: Yes. So why did you want to specifically um, participate in this anthology?
1: Well, I, I wanted to participate because first of all uh, the person that asked me I have a great deal of trust and respect for and when she said that hey I have I'm doing something I need you I said okay no problem but also I think that you have a unique perspective to share and when she said that and we talked about leadership from different perspectives and with mine being the perspective of a parent, I was I was overjoyed and I was you know the perspective. Hello? Yes, I'm here.
0: Oh, it faded out.
1: Okay. Um then I'll repeat what I, I said. I When uh, a person that I – when Dr. Jennifer Jones Bryant asked me to participate, of course I was thrilled to do so because, first of all, she said that she needed me, but she also said that she thought that I could bring a unique perspective to the book, you know, where I'm focusing on parent leadership – and all of the authors bring their unique experiences and their unique perspectives. We weren't just talking about business leadership; we were talking about personal leadership. But I was talking talk about things from my perspective as a parent. And you know, when she said that, of course, I was thrilled and welcomed the opportunity to participate.
0: Wow. So how long do you think it took you to write your chapter for this anthology?
1: Um, I thought about it for a couple of weeks before I really started writing. And one of the keys that, uh, that helped me was an experience that I had with a younger cousin of Mine really my wife's cousin, who passed away at a very at a young age from cancer, and during the service, we heard about how he did not have a title, but he was you know the the epitome or the example of a leader and talked about what he did in his life, how he helped other people, things like that and it really as a parent you think, oh, I'm doing all of these things, and while you're still parenting, especially with me, I've got um, a, uh, a college-age daughter as my oldest, and then I've got uh, two who are still in high school, and you're always like, okay, am I doing the right thing? Am I doing what I need to be doing to help my children? And you hope that they will ultimately be productive members of society, and by going to that funeral and hearing what transpired in his life, then I was able to say yes, we are doing the right things, and that encouraged me even more. And after I I had went to that funeral and had a chance to talk with his parents and uh, some of his closer family members, I think I I was able to write an outline in about a day and it took me probably about two or three days for the first draft. You put it down, and then you you come back to it, polish it up or whatever. So all total, it probably took me about two weeks.
0: Wow, oh, that's a blessing. That's a blessing. So ultimately, what do you want readers to gain from reading your chapter? If you could name three things.
1: I want them to have hope. I want them to know that, especially during challenging times, they're not alone and I want them to know that what they are doing, especially by serving someone else, you are the you are an example of a servant leader, but you're also your 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 legacy is, in my case, is my children. The thing I always say is when you're on your deathbed, you're not going to be thinking about the deal that you, business deal that you didn't close or you're not going to be thinking about how much money you have or you don't have in your bank account. You're going to be thinking about your relationships, your family, the, the legacy that you're leaving behind. And so instead of waiting for your deathbed, Start on that legacy now, so like I said, you have hope, there are tough times, however the struggle is worth it.
0: Yes, yes, so if you could name three things that you are thankful for, grateful for, what would those what would the three of those be, or you know what would you say?
1: I would say that. Obviously, I'm most grateful for my family, uh, my children, my wife, because without them, uh, I I would be nothing. I would not really – I would have no purpose. I would have no direction. Uh, So I am uh, most grateful for my children. The other thing that I'm most grateful for is the opportunity to serve because I love to serve others. I love to help other people achieve their goals. And I guess the last thing you could say that I'm grateful for is that God gives me the wisdom to do and to fulfill my purpose. So I'm definitely grateful for the wisdom that God has given me, the the strength that he gives me to fulfill my purpose. And I'm happy that he's given me the opportunity to see the results of that purpose.
0: Yes, yes. I love that. I love that. You mentioned a little bit earlier that you have a book or you have another book out. Would you tell us about that?
1: Yeah. my uh, It was the first book that I wrote, which is called Discerning God's Purpose, um, A Father's Journey from Tragedy to Triumph, where I talk about the beginning of my journey as a parent, decisions that I made, the the resources that I was able to discover, the wisdom that I gained, and I really talk about how I was able to use that tragedy as fuel to go forward to stepping into the purpose that I was meant to be. The good thing about that book is it's not just like a, a biography about me or It's not just about, you know, um, hey, my child is great. But it really talks about the leadership lessons that I learned, the leadership lessons that come straight out of the Bible. And then at the end, I have a small group uh, study portion where you can take the lessons that I learned and apply them to your own life. And so instead of it being about me, it literally is, a book about how to help others and the leadership lessons that I learned and how you can apply those lessons to your life. So that was the first book that came out in 2017. And then, of course, the anthology that I just did, Step Into Leadership Greatness, Uh, Leadership Just Isn't a Title, Uh, that came out in 2020. uh, Excuse me, 2021 but it just came out this past month. Uh,
0: That is really awesome. Do you believe that God is um, (laughs) pushing you to write another book or to release another book?
1: It's funny because I do believe that he is. uh, It just hasn't been revealed to me the title or anything like that, but one of the things that usually happens is, as I like to always say, having a testimony is great. Getting a testimony is tough. So when you go through experiences, you are then able to share those experiences. Unfortunately, you got to go through the pain before you get to the blessing. And so, yes, I do think that there is uh, another book on the horizon. I do believe that Um, there will be more writing and there will be more, um, you know, especially the the speaking opportunities that come from the writing. Uh, God just has not revealed that direction quite yet. But, yes, I do believe there's another book coming. (laughs) I believe there are many more books coming.
0: Yes, that is awesome. Before we get ready to come to a close, would you share with the listening audience some words of wisdom? to our
1: audience? Um, I'll be happy to. In my life, as I said, everyone has a purpose. And I also said that a lot of times having a testimony is great. Getting that testimony is difficult. Everyone goes through tough times. You're not the only one. But as has been said many times, If God assigns, God provides. So many times we can recognize that we have a purpose, but we're afraid to step into that purpose because we're thinking, oh, I have to give something up. And and I remember uh, in 2016, I ended up having to make a major career change, and I gave up uh, my career as a Senior executive in the federal government to essentially come home and at first I did not have a job. I was I, I was a stay-at-home dad and then I went ahead and and was able to start writing and speaking and things like that. But I did not know what was going to happen. But as I was I moved forward as I kept saying yes. God kept opening doors that I didn't see. God kept providing in ways that I did not imagine. So if you have a purpose, don't ignore that purpose. Step into that purpose because, number one, you are God is not going to release you until you accomplish his sovereign will. You may run, as the saying goes, but you can't hide. So you might as well just go ahead and step into that purpose.
0: Thank you. Thank you for those words of wisdom. Do you have any upcoming speaking engagements or anything that's coming up that you would like to share with our listening audience? Well, I've got a
1: number of speaking engagements in uh, the Virginia area, and some of them will be on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, some of them, there will be uh, leadership talks. What I'm talking about, leadership isn't just the title. Uh, I know that I've got a couple of uh, speaking engagements coming up with uh, the Toastmasters uh, District uh, 66, which is Central Virginia, from Virginia Beach, where you know I live in the Tidewater area, from that area all the way you know across the state to Roanoke, Virginia. I'll be doing some. Uh, I do know that we have a, a few podcast episodes coming up on – uh, I'm a podcast host with on uh, the Toastmaster Leader, which is the official to- uh, leadership podcast of District 66, where we're talking about not just Toastmasters, but we're talking about leadership in general. And so that will be coming up. And uh, I do know that we have uh, – As always, there there are a couple of of other engagements. I do have one corporate engagement coming up uh, and one federal government uh, engagement coming up. Those probably will not be on uh, Facebook. However, what I am talking about is the same thing. I'm talking about uh, leadership characteristics and leadership principles, and I'm talking about how people, how people are developed as leaders, because leaders are definitely made, not born.
0: Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Where can our listening audience get copies of your book? Share with us your social media accounts.
1: Okay. Uh, First of all, if they just want to go to Amazon or something like that, and you can look up my name, Jim Kennedy. And you'll find uh, both of my books, the first one being the uh, Discerning God's Purpose, A Father's Journey from Tragedy to Triumph, and then the anthology uh, Stepping into Leadership Greatness, Leadership Isn't Just a Title. You can get that on Amazon, but if you want to follow me and some of the things that I'm doing, you can. it's all under Dad Leadership, under Facebook, Twitter, uh, my website is called dadleadership.com. you got Facebook, you got Twitter, Instagram, uh, Pinterest. All of those are Dad Leadership.
0: Thank you, thank you so much for sharing that. And on behalf of Gospel Time Machine, AGD Publishing, we here at Authors Chat with Allison would like to thank you for taking time out to spend your day with us. Wishing you much success and blessings on your journey. Peace, Allison.